I had a really interesting realization earlier this week as I caught myself being in a bad mood. And when I say caught myself, I'm speaking from a mindfulness standpoint or a mindful coping standpoint in that we, as we practice, we continue to, as we pay more attention to what is going on in our minds and what our self-talk is and how we're processing how we feel, that it all is really based in and grounded in awareness of what our minds are doing. And it still is surprising to some people that we can have minds that do what they do without us having any awareness of what they're doing and what's going on. We can actually have a lot of thoughts about feelings that we have and not even be aware that we're thinking about them. And I don't want to take that for granted because that is something that I believe that we constantly rediscover over and over again as we continue to practice. It's never a given that just because we've practiced this some that we're always going to know that and that we're going to be aware of it and that we're going to be aware when we are in the process of reacting to something that causes ourselves or potentially others unnecessary suffering. So rewinding the tape a little bit and looking back at earlier this week for some reason and I don't know 100% why and I'm not sure that it even matters why I was in what I would refer to as a bad mood and I know there's different names for that but that's kind of what I'm trying to call it now because I think that's what describes what it felt like. I think that it was probably something due to some physiological changes that I was going through and I for some reason most people who know me if they've spent any time around me have a hard time unless they've been around me enough to know that I am human and can have bad moods uh, just like anyone else Uh, you know my disposition usually tends to be one of being at you know what people refer to as a happy person and it's a little more complicated than that because I'm certainly not always happy and you know I'm, I'm never feeling just one thing at any given time but for some reason this particular day I noticed and that's what that is what is interesting about it is that I noticed that I was in a bad mood I'm not sure and because I don't necessarily, it does happen from time to time. Uh, you know, I definitely don't do that every day or every week, but you know, like anyone else, I'm human and I'm prone to having those days, but this really felt very, uh, I was feeling this very viscerally. It was, it really felt like it's who I was. It's just, you know, this is me and I'm in a horrible mood and I noticed, and that's there again, I noticed I was aware of the fact that I felt this way. And when I was interacting with other people, I found myself having this tendency to not be quite as empathetic as I typically am. I found myself being less patient with others. I found myself getting frustrated with others in ways that I normally don't. And I just really kind of felt very sullen. I just felt very, and it's almost like in a way, once I was aware of it, it didn't necessarily stop it right away. And that's one of, that's one of the things I want to get back to in a moment. I don't know, you know, some people say that we can talk ourselves out of a bad mood and talk ourselves into a good mood. Uh, I'm, I, I definitely think that if someone can do it, I think that's great. I, I have ne- never necessarily been the kind of person who could talk myself into feeling a certain way. And that may just be me. 
So what I guess I wanted to try to convey here is that I could, I was aware of the fact that I was being this way. I was having conversations with people and I was still being this way because it's how I felt. It's just, it was very, very visceral. It was, this just is how I felt. And I know that sometimes we feel certain ways. I don't know if we can really necessarily, if we're, if we're really feeling something very strongly, I don't know whether it can be changed. And I guess that's really, there's, that to me is not even, it's really beside the point. What I am really focusing on is, is that the more aware I was that I was being this way, and in this case, I did not try to stop myself from being in this mood. I mean, I literally felt like I wanted to go isolate myself. I didn't want to deal with anyone. I just, you know, I wanted to feel sorry for myself. I wanted to feel, you know, I just, I wanted to wallow in this. And I think that these are all very common tendencies when we're in what some people refer to as a low mood or a bad mood. And I knew it was very obvious to me that I was not going to be able to just snap out of it. And I also, at the same time, had to really balance. There were certain people in my life that I I want and need and feel like I want to be there for them, even if I'm not necessarily having a great day because those relationships are important to me. So by being aware of the fact that I was in a bad mood, I was able to not stop it necessarily, but I was paying very, very close attention to my behavior. And I made certain adjustments. When I got to a point where I had conversations with people that were frustrating me way more than normal, instead of feeling guilty about it, and I do feel bad because I don't want to be impatient with people. I don't want to not be, I, you know, I want to be understanding when people need me to be understanding. And I really want to be open and available. So the awareness that I had allowed me to, you know, escape, or not escape, but I was able to bypass, that's probably a better word, I was able to bypass the tendency to also feel guilty for feeling this way. And I can think back about many times when I've been in a bad mood or I've been in a low mood and have really felt bad about being the way, and and not only later after I am over it, but during it when it's happening, you know, during the time that I'm actually struggling with it, there is a uh, sometimes a component of guilt with this. I feel like, you know, there must be something wrong with me. Why am I, you know, acting this way? Why do I feel this way? And what I found is, is that the awareness that I am in a bad mood really allows me to just accept this is where I'm at. I don't, you know, I clearly don't want to give energy to it. I don't want to perpetuate it. But at the same time, I also don't want to, uh, to believe that this is who I am. And I know in the past there has been times where I can, and it's, it's amazing how you can feel, you know, more than one feeling at the same time. I would be in a bad mood and knew that it was, you know, it was kind of like a stone or a boulder rolling downhill. It was going to be hard to just stop it. And the more I tried to stop it, the more aggravated I was going to get with myself, which was ultimately going to lead to aggravation towards others. And then at the same time, I would be feeling guilty and also questioning myself and, you know, asking myself, my self-talk would be such that it's, you know, why do I feel the need to be this way? Why can't I be a better person? Why can't I be nicer? Why can't I be less frustrated? Why can't I be more empathetic? And all these things really serve to just make us feel bad about ourselves. 
And so sometimes we can literally be acting in a way or reacting to how we feel in a way that is hurting ourselves, potentially hurting others. And then we're also at the same time judging ourselves for feeling this way, wondering how long it's going to last or is it going to get worse? What if this never changes? What if this is who I am now? And I realize I'm going to extremes, but these are all, you know, in all seriousness, as silly as it sounds, these are things that I have done to myself in the past. I felt just all these different things all at once. And I know that it really does not serve me to do so. I know that the more that I am questioning my own feelings and the more that I am judging myself and feeling badly about myself for being in a bad mood, the less I'm going to take care of myself. And that's my point is, is that I don't know, and I had mentioned earlier, I don't know if it's, you know, the question about whether we can talk ourselves out of this or not. It really almost becomes a moot point because what I have found, at least for me now, you know, it's a moot point for me in terms of the fact that I am more focused on trying to take care of myself in these moments. I found that that works better. I realize it's an option to try to just talk ourselves out of it, to snap out of it, to... I've heard people talk about what they call fake it until you make it. You know, you try to act like you're in a, in a better mood, and eventually that becomes who you are. And I think that, for me, it has worked much more effectively to, instead of trying to change anything, to just, once I'm aware that I'm doing this... I can then catch myself if I'm having any thoughts about it, if any feelings of guilt or second-guessing myself or feeling, you know, uh, you know, that somehow there's something wrong with me and wondering what's wrong with me and what's causing it and will it ever change and all these things that can cause just more suffering for me and, and, and make it more likely that I'm going to shut down emotionally and just completely withdraw from life. I can actually be aware of my tendency to maybe be thinking some of those thoughts but not react to them. And that's what happened. In other words, I, I knew that I was feeling bad about the way, and it may have been that I was coming across to other people not quite as badly as I felt like I was. It may be possible. And I even mentioned, that was the interesting part, is that the couple of people I was having conversations with when I felt this way, I literally just very kindly said to them, hey, I just wanted to let you know, you know, this has nothing to do with you. But I am just in a bad mood today, and I'm very sorry about that. I, you know, I'm sorry if you know that's affecting you in any way. I don't know if you can tell or not. And it was interesting because both people said, "No, not really. I can't." You know, they really weren't. You know, or maybe they were just being nice. But either way, the the beautiful part about this is, is that I was able to call it out and actually speak about it. And that way they were, you know, and also that's a way of taking care of me and of them. In other words, I want, you know, I want to let them know that this is normally not how I feel. And it's basically a way of helping me not feel guilty about it any more than I need to uh, or be second guessing myself. It also protects them because then they're aware of it. And so if they are feeling it more, you know, in a way that's making them uncomfortable, that this gives them the ability to say, hey, Jeff, you know what, I, I am kind of noticing that. It doesn't seem like you're really yourself. You know, we can, you know, if you want, we can continue this conversation later. 
I know one thing for sure is that the more I withdraw and the more I isolate from people when I'm in a bad mood, I know that it perpetuates the bad mood. And I want to balance that with, you know, if I know that I'm really not able to be the person that I want to be with other people, I can at least tell them because I, I think I feel like I'm better off still trying to connect with people even when I feel this way. I may not be able to be as empathetic as I usually am. I may not be able to listen in a way that I usually do or be there for them. But then again, if I usually am the person that can do that most of the time, then it's the fact is I'm only human like everyone else. And I want to believe that people will give me the benefit of the doubt and that will, they will understand. And I really think that most people, if they love us and really care about us and know us, will be willing to do that. And so that really gives me the chance to, to not have to worry about, you know, am I affecting this person negatively? Is my negative energy affecting them? I'm giving them the chance to tell me and, but I have to be careful because if I, if I tell them this and ask them if it's affecting them and if they want to continue the conversation later or be around me at a different time when I'm in a better place, I need to be prepared to not have my feelings hurt if they actually say they prefer that. That has been a really long road for me to be able to get to the point where because I have dealt with issues of low self-esteem and not believing in myself and feeling like I am you know, less than, you know, I should be. There has been a tendency for me to not always feel good about myself. And when people say things to me a certain way or, you know, don't, don't, don't uh, want to be with me at a certain time or, you know, things along those lines, it is something that I can tend to internalize and believe that somehow there's something wrong with me. And then I turn it in on myself. So instead of doing that, this is, you know, the, the awareness by being mindful and mindfully coping with this, this is really what it, you know, this is really where the, in terms of coping, you know, where it's at, this is really where this is, you know, this is where what they say, the rubber meets the road. This is, you know, ultimately the coping comes from the fact that we are not taking all of our thoughts about our feelings too seriously. We're not identifying with this particular feeling that we have. We're actually taking care. I mean, I'm just kind of basically kind of recapping all these things that in, in terms of what coping is about. And that in this particular case is that, you know, we're taking care of ourselves. We're also looking out for the interest of others. We're balancing our care for ourselves with our care for others. We're giving people a chance to, if we are affecting them and we know that we might be affecting them in a way that is less than positive, we're, we're empowering them to be able to make the choice and make the call if they prefer to be around us when we're in a better place. If we're in the middle of trying to solve any critical problems, we're also giving ourselves the out that we may not be in the best frame of mind in that in those moments. And so it might be better to revisit that at a later time if we possibly can. And I think that is just where we have to be able to give ourselves that room to not completely identify with this and have, and not have this become a way of life. I think that's really what it boils down to. And it can, and, and it, it has the potential to do that. And I have certainly, without a doubt, been one of those people before who has allowed that to become a way of life. I have spent days in this place. I've spent weeks in this place. And I don't want to do that anymore. 
And so I know, but at the same time, I know that I, just like anyone else, for different physiological reasons, situational reasons, am prone to having low moods and being in a bad mood once in a while. And it's okay as long as I'm willing to do the work of being aware, of making sure that I'm paying attention to what my mind is doing. And so that, and, and also watching my, listening to myself talk, watching my reactions to myself and to other people when they're feeling this way. And I think that's really what it boils down to is that if I'm willing to do that work and I'm willing to want to try to stay connected with people, even if I can't be with them the way I am when I'm in a, when a good mood or a great mood, at the very least, I can empower myself and help empower them in any way I can to do what's best for both of us when I'm actually in, in less than a good mood. And I know that mindful coping practice has helped me tremendously because it has allowed me to step back from my own feelings and it's allowed me to step back from any thoughts or reactions that I have about those feelings. And those are the things that really tend to derail us sometimes and cause us to react in ways that we later wish that we hadn't. And I know that ultimately that, you know, that by being mindful, that is the first level. That is the first, that's the foundation. I have to be aware that I'm being this way. I have to be aware of, of how I'm processing, how I'm feeling and how I'm reacting to it. And then in terms of, you know, coping. So when you put mindful and coping together, you know, the coping is really about all of the skills that we need to employ as a way to empower ourselves and to help empower others when we're dealing with other people. And so that we can move through these feelings and move through these moods and ultimately release them as soon as they are, can be released and move on and not beat ourselves up about it and not judge ourselves and not identify with these moods because at the end of the day, we're not how we feel. We're not ultimately, you know, we're not what our moods are. It feels that way, but when it really comes right down to it, we're who we are and we're actually way more than how we feel and what moods that we're in at any given time. And I really believe that mindful coping can be a very powerful tool for helping us take better care of ourselves and being healthier when we're going through these changes and changes in moods and in feelings.